thing that worries me that that I get fearful is that a lot of people will explore the paranormal without without good tools to deal with the paranormal. is very emphatic that I needed to return immediately and talk with his mother um, that the younger brother was in trouble and I said well let me let me just walk for a little bit and I'll go back and it was like he showed me a picture a visual of what was happening in the room of the younger brother and it was to be perfectly honest one of the scariest things I've ever seen and I've seen a lot of stuff Welcome to the Better Each Day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard. Today and every day, reaching out for innovative ideas in every way. Today's show is brought to you by your future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. There are a lot of things that can happen. It's not like math, you know, (laughs) where things add up or don't. You know, it's really, you don't know what doors you're opening when you're opening doors. And you don't know who you're bringing in when you're calling stuff. And you don't know, you know, who, who who you're confronting if you're going into a haunted prison or something like that. Like, yeah, it's really cute to experience someone who's been imprisoned and hanged and you can still feel them. It's like, I I personally don't find that engaging. I'd rather let them go, but that's probably a cooperative experience for, you know, imagine the guy's probably just an actor, the spirit going, hey, time to hang, okay. Human nature to want to explore that kind of a thing, though. Yeah. I think that's, that's what sells the tickets for the Hollywood stuff that I speak of Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah you see that on TV pretty often I find myself intrigued though and I want to tune in and see what they're doing but like I say it might be a a half hour segment but maybe three seconds of what you're really waiting to see so right it's like going to the NASCAR race (laughs) so you can see a wreck or something I was trying to figure of I was trying to decipher an, an appropriate analogy for that. It's like, yeah, waiting and waiting and waiting yeah. for the, you know, for the climax, and then it's like, nah, never mind, you know. It's, like, it's okay, not like I want to see something bad happen to somebody. Right. I don't think. I don't know. No. Yeah, it's. Uh... Well, I think I think we are very curious because it's unknown, and I think we are very curious because there have been so many strict rules about that that people said were true or not true and I think we're in a great scientific um, burst of exploration for for the normal person to go okay you know there are different dimensions we are not you know exactly what we thought we were there's energy moving and flowing there's you know people coming and going what is life and what is death and what um, you know I'm, I'm really grateful for my experiences because I did get to heal my father after he passed and then I got to see um, yeah I did get to see they show me visions in my in my mind's eye of 
you know, that healed the family to heal him after he passed, like his whole generations. Like for him to have been so wounded in his lifetime, you know, that didn't just happen out of nothing. You know, that that is life and that's growth and that's, that's history. And so to be able to be the one to go, all right, some people say, people used to tell me when I was trying to heal that you chose this. I'm like, I don't care whether I chose it or not. Let's just get rid of it, <laughs> you know. But, but, you know, hindsight or being able to see it from this perspective, like I'm really grateful for the abilities that I seem to have that allow me to help people clear negativity that they were unable to clear before. And so, rather than having to live out everybody else's pain and having to live what's been given to you, like there's a part of you that is pure and clean and has a choice. everybody can identify with it. <laughs> the battle between good and evil has been, I think it's part of the original design of this reality. For if we didn't have good and evil, or good battling evil, or evil to battle, if we didn't have evil to battle, what would we be doing? Yeah, if you look into recent history, uh, after uh, Hitler was somewhat equalized, then we had to have a Cold War so that was the new Hitler. It yeah. seems like there's always a, a, a war to be had. Yeah. And it's just like Hitler. Because to me, he was about as evil as anything I can think of. I don't know. Somebody pretty, might be able to talk pretty, that. But yeah. he had issues. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be interesting to call upon um, <laughs> the spirit of no. Hitler <laughs> just we'll like so so what, what, what were you nice. thinking like yeah. really yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> you know and if I go back to when you know people would tell me well you chose this and I'm like okay so if we chose this and I'm looking around the world and going dude <laughs> like what were you thinking before you came like really and some people believe in multiple lifetimes so then if you're really really bad then do you come back as somebody really really good next time to balance it out or like what's the game plan what's the you know what's what's going on or you come back as a maggot or I (laughs) (laughs) well we're talking about malevolent spirits we're talking about doing harm you know spirits that are intending to do harm and what's the point of that so the the story I shared earlier about the young man and his brother asking me to intervene that was a malevolent spirit I mean it was it was out to like dude lunch munch time got this kid you know Um, and the trick is to dismember the malevolent spirit and empower the victim to move beyond that and maybe that's the point of all the good versus evil is to you know stand up show up be 
be all you can be, you know, be as strong as you can be, be as beautiful as you can be, be as talented as you can be, do, you know, do you, do you as best you can. And quite often it takes some kind of struggle to get us there. All right, so some malevolent spirits have a soul. They're just cranky people <laughs> that refuse to give up their crankiness and are going to be cranky whether they're dead or alive, whatever they're doing. They're just going to be there just because they want to. They can. They can choose that. Not everybody has to go to the light and be wonderful. They're like, nah, I'm going to create some havoc. And so there are some souls that are malevolent, that are about doing evil. And, like we talked about poltergeists, there are just energetic patterns and energetic waves and energetic clouds um, that come and go. And they're not a soul, they're not a person trying to do anything bad. They're just a collective energy of negativity that can permeate and infuse a home a person, a child, an adult, if you have some weakness, they can come break into the cracks in your psyche and start to infect you with negativity. Ouch. I know, that sucks. <laughs> That's, oh. So thus you want to be as strong as you can be and as, as clear as you can be in what you believe and what you think and how you want your life to be. That's, and this is my personal focus and my personal preference. You know, you can read lots of stories and get lots of information. You can Google this forever and some everybody has an opinion. Uh, my perspective is just that you know, how can your life be even better for you? And if you are doing better, then everybody around you is doing better as well because your energy affects everyone else as well. So I see sight, sound, emotion, feelings, action. What do these encompass? It's a full body experience. It's what you're thinking, how you're feeling. Since the paranormal is not tangible, it's energetic, so you feel it like electricity. So you can hear sounds, you can be touched, you can feel an emotion, you can smell a scent that doesn't belong, you can see things out of the corner of your eye, they can move stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they can move things around on you. They can take things out. That There's really, a lot of things that, happen that really me. annoys me. Yeah. Can they take my memory after I walk out of the room? <laughs> but if I walk back into the room, I remember what I was doing. I think that's more of a personal thing. There, that is a personal thing. I've, I've often thought it was the doorway that erased my memory because when I go back into the room, or yeah. It could be. There's an energetic field right there. When I talk to you, it might be deeper than I ever imagined. Oh, don't go there. I know. Well, I'm just saying, if you're having unexplainable experiences, and, and a lot of times, I think we think it's us. You know, and I, and I always I like always end my my sessions with, "Am I crazy? Like, is there really something wrong with me, or is this real?" You know, and it's real to me. So, 
I'm going to go with what's real for me and I'm going to explore that and how that's working and how it's connecting and and what am I doing that's that's participating in this experience and what's optimum and what's not you know is there good information is there not when you, when I talk about sounds I hear people's voices I hear songs I hear you know that kind of thing um, seeing things coming and going flashes in and out of this tangible reality I quite often have to stop and go okay is there really a silver car over there or not and it's like oh there is okay nope no there's not oh okay you know <laughs> you mentioned the sense of smell which I yes. understand is is tied in closely to your memory yes um psychologists say that and I know it is me I'll, I'll smell the smell of a how addicts smell yeah. for some reason and uh-huh. it brings back memories uh-huh. of addicts the uh-huh. addicts I have known like like up on the rooftop yeah under up the where roof? I used to play when I was oh, a little kid oh okay yeah. okay and nice yeah so it might be somebody else's but all of those kind of Attics that are mm-hmm. basically the roof line when mm-hmm. you're up above the top floor of a of a house. Mm-hmm. They all kind of have that same musty, musty smell. Musty smell. Yeah. And what does that bring? Well, playing in the attic of the Fun? house I grew up in. Yeah, peacefulness. Yeah, yeah. just doing yeah. Uh, a lot of what was music and stuff for mm-hmm. me. But, mm-hmm. but I did that in the basement, in the garage, in my bedroom, or wherever music was mm-hmm. sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or not. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, I used yeah. to play outside. I used to love to play outside, play music outside. And just, uh, I, it just felt so good not to be confined. Um, and I know when I was recording, it was really hard to stand still and pretend I'm outside <laughs> singing and use my imagination to, to get that. But it's, it's a much Probably because my home was was quite confining and yeah. very negative. When so you're to in be a recording out. studio, uh-huh. in order to get the the feeling right, uh-huh. do you imagine yourself somewhere else other than in a room that's somewhat soundproof with a window <laughs> looking at a recording engineer that's waving his hands at you or something? Absolutely, like yeah. or making faces like, oh, another chick singer. Here she is. Yeah. Like, there you go. Yeah, I really have to place my my consciousness somewhere else. Um, I can't pretend I'm somewhere else because I will like, like not stand still in the little box because mm. we you have to sit still in front of a microphone. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise it fades in and out. But yeah, yeah, I I imagine depends on the song, but like a concert hall or or something really expansive t- that I'm feeling free. Um, I, my favorite singing experience was was when I went swimming with the dolphins a long time ago on the boat out in the Bahamas. It was like, oh, that was the freest I had ever felt alive. <laughs> that, that makes total sense, yeah. Why, why is that? I don't know, you were talking about getting a vibe from something. For some yeah. reason, these dolphins seem like something that would be a happy thing. They are. Yeah. That was my experience with them. They were very happy. They were very playful. I was blessed um, to go on a boat with a guy that like played with the dolphins, and so he would go out to where they would gather and it would be like woohoo humans are here they'd come and they'd play with us for a while and boom they'd be gone we'd be like oh all right we're done now <laughs> but yeah very i would call them star babies you know they've got, just seem to have a pure uplifting presence about them isn't that amazing and talk about you know i look around your studio and we have the beatles everywhere no, I know. and <laughs> 
That's disgusting. And you are not the you are not the only one. I know many many <laughs> beetle nerds <laughs> all over the country, and and it's it's a wonderful phenomenon. I mean, what a ripple! What a ripple! For years and years and years, and they're they're iconic, and they're coming together. Yes, and you've got John Lennon on I'm your wearing t-shirt. a John Lennon t-shirt. I know you are. Just, uh, coincidentally, I don't really select my clothes. I open the drawer, and whatever jumps out <laughs> is what I wear. John must be with us today. I'm he was a miracle man and struggled. Came up on the, the last episode I did. Was, we were talking mm-hmm. about how he was a promoter of peace, but he had a sharp side to him too that uh, mm-hmm. he was a promoter of peace but he seemed to really for lack of a better word piss people off <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, and I re- I remember I recall just watching him like dude really and just just fly in the face of of the old systems and you know knowing that he was riling people up all the while talking about peace you know there's the there's the battle huh <laughs> yeah he came up with kind of a destructive uh, way of doing it but that needed to be done and it was at a point in history where it made sense it still does things haven't changed that much no <laughs> they haven't John where are you John where are you war is a game that's gone too far you know it's just like we've all just woken up one morning and thought, is it a dream? Is it a nightmare? What's been going on? And we're all just trying to make the next day a bit better. You know, when my, when my son took his life on, on his suicide note, he said, things will never change. As a matter of fact, they'll probably get worse. I don't want to do this. And so he chose to exit. And I thought, wow, now when I deal with him today as a ghost, as an angel, um, he helps me maneuver these crazy times because he has a different perspective than I do. Yeah. Imagine if being all you can be is gracious. Thank you for attending the Better Each Day annual spiritual. No ghosts have been killed or injured during the production of this show. Again, it's been a hoot and a virtual poltergeiser. Sorry about that. A paranormal from my friend, Sinar Alexander. So, this year, trick-or-treating anywhere from 1313 Mockingbird Lane, treats with Eddie Munster, or 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest, tricks with the Great Pumpkin. When confronted by spirits, always remember to ask, Uno! To whom do I owe this pleasure? Or, who the hell are you? And dos, what did I ever do to you? Or in other words, what the hell do you want now? And three, never let them know you're feared. And finally, if they persist, have an executive exorcism or call Sonar. So are you going to run for president of the United <laughs> States? <laughs> I am the last person in the world. Well, I take that back. <laughs> no, I'm just going to try to live this next part of my life in great joy and light and beauty and hopefully be of service to people to help them live a great life as well. Better each day, right? That's what we're calling it. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? 
Yeah. Well, thanks for being with me. Oh, Bruce, it's such a treat. Thank you for inviting me. I'm hoping we brought up some interesting topics that people will will listen. Yeah. Be be entertained at least. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, anxious to hear what people have to say. The questions that I get and stuff, and and I know where you live, Sinar. I'll look you up. <laughs> Back at you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Just trying to make the next day a bit better.